podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, That's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones, especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others, and you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the So important. The toilet. So important. The toilet handle. Don't forget the toilet handle. (laughs) So remember, when When it counts, trust Clorox. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Copper and Fracas, part of the Touchline Fracas Network, where we talk about everything Liverpool-based. I mean, it's hard not to talk about everything Liverpool-based when you're top of the league and through to the knockout stages of Europe. Some clubs can't comprehend the greatness that is Liverpool Football Club at the moment. But... (laughs) <laughs> but the characters I have here today can comprehend that. Uh, just as a bit of a quick reminder, uh, 15th of December, this Sunday, is the Touchline Fracas live show at the Vauxhall Street Food Garden. Tickets are available now on shubs.com and you can come and watch, uh, you know what, a fair few of these teams are playing quite well and a fair few of these teams are playing quite shit. So you can come and watch Man United play against Everton, bit of a tasty affair, tasty affair. And then you can come and watch Arsenal get absolutely boxed in by Man City. And laugh at Arsenal fans cry, because there's nothing funnier. Um, so yeah, that is this Sunday, and tickets are available on shubs.com. But joining me today for an action-packed podcast, fresh off a Champions League game, I have Ellis. What's going on? All good, all good. Julian? Yeah, Chris, can I say, yeah, that intro, the smugness is just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that intro was so smug, yeah, I was thinking... If I was an opposing fan listening to that, Living. I want to punch you. I want to punch you in the face. That was that was amazing, Chris. I gotta give you that. But yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. But yeah, coming for you know, finish top of our group, you know, light work. Light, light. So 
Sight <laughs> light. Top of the league. Sight light. I'm beating. Sight light. So, you know. Fair few, just keep, just fair, keep stepping, man. Fair few mans had to delete the drafts, you know, because I saw a little <laughs> bit of stuff bubbling by half time. <laughs> oh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I have Harold. Yo, guys. How you doing? Long time, no speak, but the big man is back. And of course, we have Junior. Good evening, guys. Good evening, listeners. How are we doing? All good, all good. We're top of the league, through to the last 16 in the Champions League. So let's get stuck into that. I actually missed the first half because I couldn't get out of work early. Um, so listen to... This is the one thing I, I actually hate. I hate listening to football on the radio because it's something about radio where they just make every chance seem bigger than it is. Um, uh, it's, tr- a tw- it's the 21st century, mate. You can watch it on your phone. You know that, right? I'm driving, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, we, had, we had a shit kickoff time as well. I- I'll be honest with you. I didn't even realise it. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. I didn't even get home um, um, to even watch the game. I just watched the game, um, the highlights on YouTube, so I- I'm probably even just going to talk about that because I didn't yeah. watch the game as well. Okay. Dumb time, man. Them Europa League times there, fam. I don't know what I go on. For for five fifty five, bro. Yeah, strange. I mean, it, it's Germany. Like, like, what's the? I'm, I'm bust. Yeah, no, I don't know. Germany and Italy. It's not. Like, it's like it's not like it's Russia or yeah, something weird like that. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not even anywhere mad. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously the youth. I know the youth play the obviously the Russian games and the Ukrainian games fairly early, which you know time difference and stuff makes sense. But um, was there any like security concerns or anything to, to make it get pushed back? So. And I don't think any of the other games were that early as well. So it's a bit of a weird one from that end. But, I mean, weird, weird first half from the sounds of it. <laughs> not, the, not the look of it from what I heard. Um, but, yeah, um, L, I'll let you take the lead on this one. How do you think we kind of like went about that first half? It seems a li- little bit frantic, first 25 minutes. Uh, obviously, Red Bull, a uh, pretty good team in their own right. Um, six-time champions of Austria. Um, always make a little bit of hayway in the Europa League. Um, mm. So yeah, let's have your thoughts on this. Um, I think we we started off was too open first two minutes. Um, Van Dijk had to make two last ditch tackles. Um, we we the shape that we started. I think we started with a four three three. They started with a diamond, so they were just getting at us and they was cutting us open. The midfield um, couldn't deal with the runners they had going in behind us. So that was that was killing us a little bit. Um, once we did finally settle down a little bit halfway through the first half, we was getting chances. We was going through. Uh, the, it, it was more like end-to-end stuff. It was it was just too open from us. Um, fair, fair fair enough that they are good. They are a good team, but we was just giving them too much space. Um, obviously, in our group chat it was popping off heavy. People were disgusted by the fact that Salah missed two, <laughs> two chances. A man was saying it should come off and that. Salah Protection Agency was out in full Always, fam. Yeah. Always, fam. Full force to had it on, fam. <laughs> now, because during his first, his first chance, his first chance he had, it was like a snapshot. So yeah, I maybe, saw that. I saw that yeah, chance. He could have yeah. done uh, maybe a little bit better, but I don't know. It was a snapshot in it. But the second chance, he definitely should have scored that. That was an awful, awful miss. Um, obviously, I get I get why people are upset because it's such a it's a, a must not a must win game, but you want to win just to. No, it was a must win game. Yeah, it was a must win. I think he turned to a must win game when Napoli went to yeah, the, within like about twelve minutes. Yeah. yeah, so we had to win. Um, hence why it, it was frustrating that he was missing those chances. Um, towards the end of the half, 
we started to dominate, started to dominate the ball a little bit more, controlled it. Uh, second half came, then um, I think we changed the shape to a 4-2-3-1. So we blocked up that middle, put Salah up front to give them something to run backwards. So because they always were at first half, they were always on the front foot. So having Salah played through this through the centre allowed mm-hmm. us to stretch them a little bit. Then having I think Naby was playing in behind. No, I think Naby went to the right. Firmino was playing in behind Salah. So it allowed us to have an extra man in there. And that so that that caused them to, you know, to step back a bit. And then I think we just controlled the game from there. It was second half was very professional. Second half was very, very good. Um mind this is Liverpool, isn't it? Last fi- last fifteen minutes, um, I thought we took straight control of that game. Obviously, yeah, yeah, it was it was won by that point. But uh, I think the fact that we saw out the game, I think most importantly as well, because uh, carrying it over from the weekend, yet another clean sheet, and it kind of breaks that um, away day hoodoo that we've had in group stages of um, Champions League games. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've won two away games now, which was better than last season. I don't think we, we didn't win any of our away games last season. I think we won, we won two in the knockout stages, but in the home, in the group stages, we didn't. So it, it was good to win away from. I was, I was nervous at the start of the game because, because uh, Salzburg are very good, but to go there and win two nil, it, it was a good performance. To be fair, yeah, it was a bit like a, a bit like a basketball game, wasn't it? Um, from what I'm seeing, kind of like first half. I mean, just quickly, it was looking, two back and forth. Just two, yeah. back, just two back and forth. Yeah, that's man. a very good analogy. Let me not even lie to you. That's actually how it felt like. It was it was end to end. It was a bit it was a bit nuts. Um, yeah, I'm just stepping in now. I guess I'm speaking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm following up from what um, Julian said. Um, yeah, the first half was it was far too frantic, and I wouldn't have minded the um, like the intensity of the game in in, in its um, in general if we just t- we took our chances. Like we were very wasteful. Let me not. Not lie to you. The reason why we put on Seller as much as we do is because we've just seen him at his heights and we want, we want him to be as good as he can be at all times. So we have high standards for him. He, he is, we've said it before many a time, that he's, um, he's a victim of his own success. But that's what happens when you're a great player. Like You need to keep it up consistently. Um, second half, let me not lie, he missed some mad, ch- he missed some mad chances again. His goal didn't make sense to me. It was ridiculous. I don't know how he scored from that <laughs> angle. It was, it was 10 times harder than any other chances I've gone before. But I couldn't care less. It was the kind of game where you just collect the you collect the um the three points, professional performance, clean sheet. Gomez came in and it was like imperious as 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 he as he always is. Hopefully he can kick on from there. Um yeah, we, we were fantastic. Um so just a quick note as well, Salzburg have played twenty it's their twenty-fifth game of the season. In the previous twenty-four, they had scored a they scored a, a goal in every single game apart from us. Goes to show how well we're, Yeah, exactly. Goes goes to show how good how good we are, and how better we're getting away from home, and just when it comes to big games in Liverpool, we just perform like we just do it. Yeah, on every stage we do it. We we always perform in the big games we need to. Bayern last Bayern last year, um, Barca Barca last year, Rome Rome by the year before. Like we we always do it. We always perform in the big games, and that's just that sentiment of like of the character that's just instilled in in our football club. No, I think that's a that's a really good point. I mean, we always. Put, it's not even pulling it out of the bag at this point. We just get a professional job done when we need to. Um, and I think obviously when Klopp does talk about this team as mentality monsters, it's it's not just it's not just empty words. It is the actual mentality and the behaviour of this football club from now on. Uh, just just going on. Obviously, I know you said that Gomez came on. I actually thought he did really well when he came on as well. Uh, just um, 
Klopp said about uh, Lovren. Um, we hope it's exactly the same as last time. He felt something and we immediately made a decision. We don't know yet, but it felt similar like last time. So it could be nothing. It could be something. It's How long was Gomez on for? I think he was on for about... He came on about 55 minutes. Yeah, yeah 55, yeah. yeah. So he got a good yeah, 40, got good, good minutes. 45 minutes under his belt um, without yeah. time and stuff. Um, I was a bit confused. Um, and I was a bit surprised, sorry, not confused. I was a bit surprised he started, especially seeing him coming off against um, Bournemouth. Yeah, so I... I perhaps we yeah. him back, necessarily. I didn't think he'd play. I, I, thought, he'd, um, I thought he'd do Gomez, but... Um, well, sorry, just one last thing as well I wanted to say before, we, um, before I obviously pass on to anyone else. Um, yeah, because other people got to speak. Yeah, go on, mate. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be back, Glam, man. Good to be back. So, obviously, <laughs> um, yeah, I was surprised to see Cater as well playing. Um, but I think it was, I think it was, I think it was a masterstroke by, by Klopp. He, he was playing, he, he played in what, a training game against Bournemouth um, and played well, I guess. Um, but today he was good, man. Like he was, he was bouncing off challenges. Like we saw Leipzig, we we saw him, um, we saw him collecting the ball from deep, running with it, passing it, good pass completion. Got his goal. He just looks far more confident. Um, I wasn't annoyed at the chance he didn't take. He always does this thing where he goes with the outside of his foot for every single finish. It does drive me crazy. Um, the variation on, on his finishing does need to improve, but it was a good game. I can have a bit of sympathy with that one, with him on that one. To be fair, I think it was the right choice because the keeper came out quite big, and even if... I thought Dink would have been a bit more. A yeah, bit more... I think he saw. I think he saw Firmino kind of like coming at the back post as well. So I thought it may, might have been a nice tap in yeah. for him. Um, but obviously, just a, just a point that you raised earlier, Harold. I think um, I, I was listening to um, on these po- podcasts the other day, and they were saying that. Uh, Salzburg concede one goal for every four goals that they score, which is just something wild when you think about it. But uh, Junior, what, <laughs> Junior, what, you, what were your thoughts on today's game? Yeah, um, obviously echoing what the guys are saying. Obviously, in terms of the game and the fixture and the magnitude of it, um, I was a bit apprehensive. I'll be honest. Away form, um, obviously the highlight as well. Sky Sports, our away form and Champions League isn't great. Um, Salzburg, obviously, a very dangerous team. I know Hanglin was saying he was talking a lot pre of the game. So, um, yeah, it was a bit aggressive. But I've got to say, um, on the whole, I know Salah missed a lot of chances. Uh, we were really comfortable throughout the game. Like um, Chances were coming. Uh, obviously, the first, I'll say, 10, 15 minutes, Van Dijk had a lot of work to do, but he, he marshaled it as always. But, yeah. um, you know what I mean? He, he, he proper made Hangler switch sides and Hangler went over to Lovren's side because he were not getting no change out of Van Dijk whatsoever. Yeah. But it was a good performance, though. I'll be honest, you'll see. The chance to miss, it could have been... I'm not joking. The guys that missed it, it could have been about 5-0. That's, that's yeah. the type of chance. It could have been about 5-0. Exactly. So, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be negative today. Salah did miss chances, but his goal <laughs> made up for, I think, he's missed chances. It's so very, yeah, good performance, man. Good performance. It's very reminiscent of uh, a rig against Bournemouth a few years ago in that uh, fantastic uh, toxic green kit that we had. Um, oh yeah. Just, um, just, just looking at to be fair, just looking at Leipzig's squad. I really like um, Minamino. I don't know about you guys. I think he'd be quite yeah, good for yeah. us. Same, same. I I completely agree. 
Yeah, no, they have some good players, man. The um, Juan and uh, Christian don't work right back. Yeah, they're, they're, they're decent side. They, they are, and you know what? I, I reckon they'll cause some teams some some havoc in Europa League. You know? Oh, definitely. Boy, they definitely. a few a few fans of a certain North London based football club. Um, <laughs> we're, we're we're hoping that they would drop into Europa League. And in 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 the group chat, I think someone did say this, and. I think we were all in fairly good agreement that they would absolutely slap up this certain team. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely play with them. Oh, my goodness. It would be drillings, not even a joke. <laughs> yeah, it, would, it would be, it would be, it would be. They're very good side. Very yeah, good side. So, obviously, this means that we finished top of the group. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm not really... T- I wasn't really too concerned about finishing first or second, because obviously we finished second last year. Drew by Munich, dispatched them relatively easy um, after that first leg. Yeah. Um, but is there any teams that you guys would prefer to avoid? Is there any team that you specifically want to face? I think me personally, I I, I wouldn't mind playing Real Madrid again, um, just because it's a tight, it's a two-legged tie that we've not had for a while. Um, although me being a slight shit house as well, I wouldn't mind playing a shit team and then getting a nice round to the quarterfinals. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I'll open the floor to that question. Yeah, I'll say um, there's no one out of fear. I think we're the fair team, I'll be honest. Um, I, I, I agree with you. The first, the second thing now, I think that's a thing of the past. I, I don't really see, like, obviously, we, as a team like us, we will look at it first or second we finish. We don't really care. We don't care. We get. Well, I suppose other teams would, are not as strong as us in Europe, especially. So they probably will nitpick and say, oh, we prefer them. We prefer them. But I just want a nice tie. So if we get an easy team, happy day. If we get a hard team, I think we've still handed the occasion either either way. So I'm not fussed. Julian? Um, there's no one that I'm really shook of, you know. Like, um, if I want to, personally, personally, if I wanted to see a, see us play a team, because uh, we, we're going to play someone that finished second, right? Yeah, so it opens the possibility that we could possibly play at yeah. Dortmund or it may maybe Inter Milan uh, at this rate. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not really, I'm not really too fast. I would like to see us um, play against Inter Milan, maybe play against an Ajax or someone. I'll give us an exact. No, actually, no. A Dortmund or an Ajax would be a good, would be a good draw. Um, that or uh, we can't, we can't play Tottenham yet. Nah. Yeah, so a domino night, some someone that will give us an exciting game. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm fairly confident that we'll go through and win, um, especially based based on today's performance because I was quite apprehensive as well. But yeah, man, I think we can. Um, we're starting to open up the doors for a more exciting performance while also keeping it professional with clean sheets. So a team like Dortmund um, who um, concede quite a lot, and or a team like Ajax who I think they're losing. They're even losing right now. Um, someone like that would be fun or even Valencia because I think if in their group and the Ajax and Valencia has a chance to go through so yeah just I just want to say yeah I'm not really shook of anyone to be honest yeah I think that's a, I think that's a good point I'm with I'm with um, the guys I'm with Glam and, um, and uh, Julian definitely I've, we don't we don't we don't there's no one too fair like we've we've, we've conquered all the the main teams I actually would like to play Real Madrid again um, it would be nice to go back there because last time we were there we got we got slapped up. 
um, under under Brendan's, so it'll be, it'll be good to go. <laughs> oh, God, he put out that fucking shit scene, didn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait until what we've got. Yeah, let's let you see what we've got planned. We can... <laughs> <laughs> as a segue in, in, in a minute, to be honest. But yeah, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't the one that game. The only good thing I'd say, I'm happy we came first because the um, we get second leg at home, and I just like the smash and grab away from home, yeah. first leg. And then come and, sh- and then just shot shot and then finish it off at home. That's that's the key thing about me coming first. I couldn't care less who we play. I think over two legs, it's so difficult to beat us. So I'm calm with anyone. Uh, anyone can get this smoke, you know. Yeah, man. Punch straight. Woo! Anyone can get like this it. smoke. I like it. Thousand. No lies. It's. That, I think. I think we've all all really kind of like hit on the same lines that you don't. We don't really fear anyone. You know what I mean? It's. I think. Us being one of the best teams, in, you know, we could say we are the best team in Europe, but you know, a little bit of less humble brag. One being one of the superior teams in Europe takes away yeah. that fear. Um, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind playing Atletico Madrid, but at the same, same time, I would also mind playing Atletico Madrid, even though they're oh, not. They're nah, not one team. You know what? I would mind. I would mind playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know mind. they're not. I know they're not playing great at the moment, but. It's something yeah, Diego, Diego Simeone could just do. They are, they are so jarring. Nah, 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 I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. They're disciplined, they're disciplined, but I don't think I, they have enough at the back to... I think, I think, I think the, the biggest problem for them will be um, um, okay. coming to Anfield. Yeah. Come, come into Anfield, 100%. Yeah. I think yeah. um, in Madrid, they will, will, will run into some problems breaking the ball and actually Klopp might go into the game Thinking, yeah, we're not going to be able to break them down, but we're not going to, we're not going to fold, we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to lose. So if we take it to Anfield, we play bigger and better teams than them because Athletic Madrid are not doing that well this season, and they're not the most. I think even in their, um, even in their group, they're not, they're not, they're not first. They're going to be second, and they haven't been doing that. Goading, to be honest. Well, they're not, they're not doing great in the league or either. I mean, they're seventh at the moment. They're they're star centre back, so. Yeah, so yeah, man. I, I think coming to Anfield, any team will get it. So that's that's the biggest issue for that's the biggest issue for any time. Real Madrid, um, Ajax, Atletico uh, Madrid, anyone. Cool. At, at home, you might win. You can try and win three 0 but you saw what Barcelona done. They got a whole three 0 whitewash, and then well, they well, came to Anfield and folded. So you know anyone can get it. No, no, I I completely agree with you. But I think if any team is equipped. To to put a spanner in the works, I think it would be Atletico. You know, I think nah. it would be him. If nah. not, look, just, just in the sense of <laughs> they are literally, they're literally smashing grab FC. That's that's what yeah, they, no, I get you. They, okay. they, I know they exactly they'll, what they're doing. They'll defend to to the cows come home, but they'll get that one goal and then honestly, when was, it's, when was the last time you saw them do a smash and grab? I mean, well, last time I saw them, play, to be fair, I was on basis on last year, so I haven't really watched them this year. Even last year, yeah. the first the first the first big team that they boxed. They they got knocked out if I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm correct. No, you probably are actually. Yeah, no Griezmann as well now. So yeah. Yeah, no Griezmann in the league. I think they're like four points off of four point four points off of um. So the in, top. So in the league so, at the moment they're seventh and they still haven't actually qualified from their group. Um, they probably they probably will considering they're gonna play Locomotive Moscow. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but they got that biggest wind up in football ever, and that dirty guy, which was a top player on his day, Dick, um, Costa. Oh my god! Apparently, he doesn't. He doesn't even play anymore. It's it's Hal Felix and the um, Morata nowadays. 
Well, yeah, yeah, but having pa- him, pa- oh, yeah, apparently he's going back to uh, Brazil. But um, so I was reading that I, in the week. Either way, either way, I think I think they've come to the end of their cycle. Yeah, hundred percent. There's yeah. even been reports of Simeone leaving, leaving, um, or, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. They come to the end of their cycle. That's all. I think I think my um I think my like my reluctance comes from their reputation as opposed yeah, to how yeah. they're yeah. playing now. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Well, well, like I said before, man, anyone can hold these two bullets, fam. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know I like anyone that. Hold it, man. So let's um let's refocus our attention onto the training game that we had on Saturday uh, at three o'clock against uh against Bournemouth on the lovely South Coast. Um fairly comfortable 3 0 win in the end. Uh fun game. Fun game to watch. It it's was, re- it's one of those main, it's one of those games where you watch it on match of the day and it's like it's fairly comfortable, really good game. Everyone played yeah. well. Um Yeah, so- um as 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 the Champions League game um show, uh, um as a Champions League game showed as well. Um, Liverpool, I feel like we're getting into our stride now. We're no longer just um, because even before when we used to concede, it was never really uh, conceding like oh it was poor defending. Apart from maybe one or two games, where it was poor defending and we had it coming. Yeah. We never really had it coming. It was kind of goals that just came out of the blue. But now um, I, I'm, this is obviously going off of two games, but two games are just showing us that yeah we can still be free for an attack and, you know, miss the odd chances here and there because Salah was missing the, um, one or two um, at Bournemouth as well. Um, so, yeah, same same story But Salah, you know. Um, that's why I'm not even going to criticise him today because normally I would criticise him for doing exactly what he'd done today at, um, um, at Salzburg, just shooting it straight at the keeper, like off touches. But shoot is shoot. And once you shoot and we're winning, I can't say anything. So that's what Salah's job is to do. Yeah. And he's done that. So um, the same thing at Bournemouth, really. Um, I got, and also today as well, got to give our props to um, the young boy, number eight, Naby Deco Um At Bournemouth, he looked like he had a very good game. Um, and today, he also had a very good game. Bournemouth, I don't know what it is with Keita. He looks like he's more assured of himself now, which I'm really happy about. Um, I think it was um, because a certain man who we're speaking now on this podcast told him to eat fufu. Um, yeah, fam. Yeah, I was... <laughs> I was telling you, listen, you're from Guinea. I know you're in you're in Liverpool, chilling it up with them and there, but fam, get, 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 tell your mum to come through, cook fufu, eat it well. And you see, now he's enduring 90-minute games, bro. And also, <laughs> I just want to give a, a special shout-out to um, P. Akin Mosa, who just tweeted us asking, I want an apology to Naby Keita after every man was slandering him on the podcast two weeks ago. He's proved you wrong in the last two games. Shameful. No apology. Shout out, no apology. You ain't getting no apology. Get out of here. No apology, man. Hey, lads. Hey, lads. You know what, yeah? What will give me this? Who gave that a 58? You want an apology? Come on, man. What will say is this, yeah? We'll give him. We'll give him his roses for these past two games. But you've yeah, come to 100%. the. You've come to the wrong podcast if you want an apology. <laughs> as, we, as we said, we we wanted him to do well. We, me and Fahi, Snidja said, prove us wrong. We want you to prove us wrong. We're not going to apologize for our most expensive midfielder, our number on, eight, man. finally proving himself after a bro. year and a bit, bro. Like, <laughs> I get you, Peter. I know you want that vindication. We'll give you that. We'll give him his roses, but. No apology today. And if you're going to give an apology to anyone, then I'm not going to talk about that team in North London, but you got to give Pepe's apology if it's the same thing. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's, it's, so we got we got to be fair on this podcast. If, it, if we're giving smoke to a certain man in North London, 
for having one one good game, then we can't do the same <laughs> in that UK. I'm sorry. He's got to prove himself. He's number eight, fam. We're not going to have two season. games in 54. Come on. And, and you see, the thing with, with Naby Kevin is that we know what he can do, but fam, you're not on the pitch. You're not on the pitch when we need you the most. Yeah, man. That's the it's thing. Lacking. So, like, it's lacking. Bro. That's because of... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I know. But the thing is, just because, like, yeah, you play well at Bournemouth and you play well at, uh, at um, Salzburg. Yeah, cool. You played well, fam. So did everyone else, innit? But like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I was wrong to doubt him. Fam, that's two games in, in two years, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm not having that. I'm like, we, fam, and you know what kills me the most? We waited for one year for the U. Brother! Yeah, we did, man. <laughs> you understand? I went carnival the day we signed him, bro. Brother, I went <laughs> carnival, Julian. I come home for carnival, we signed you. Brother, I was yacked off rage. Yeah, because we, we signed Naby Keita. Brother, and, and this... Brother, we, man, put, man put a nab cab on this youth, fam. We've been taking licks for Naby Keita. I'm not apologising for nothing, fam. I like that. Until, until he gives us one good, solid season of solid, convincing performances, then, yeah, we'll hold our hands up and say, yeah, we doubted him wrong. He's the truth. And we didn't even, um, uh, bro, we didn't even doubt him. We're just like, fam, we were just very, very concerned about our Oh, we were just, we, we, we were just motivating, man. We, we, this is the thing. When, when we're criticising certain players, it's just to, we want them to do well. We want them to come out of their shell and be who, who they were when we signed them. And he's, he's done that in these two games. Two games is, you know, that's, that's great. That's a good start. But you need to do that for 20 games. You need to do that till the end of the season. You know, on that same note, we haven't criticised Henderson in, in a good month or so, you know. Wait, the, the vein of form that man is in recently. Henderson, uh, Henderson is playing well in the sixth. Football, like, he's, he's, he's playing. Yeah, you do well, you come back, we, you know, we, we say you do well, you do your job. We ain't giving him Henderson any flowers like that. He's doing his job, bro. He's our captain. What do you what, want us yeah, to do? What we're, do what we're doing here <laughs> is known as, you know, ethnic parenting. If you do bad, we're going to beat you with a slipper. If you do well... Yeah, you know, you, you still get we'll beat with a slipper, flat, but you don't know how to do better. You know what I mean? We, we, <laughs> even, even in this group, we're like parents. We even have our favourites. These guys, Salah's their favourite. Salah's their kid. Like, like uh, yeah. SPA, man. man. Them, no. they, they wild out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're our kids. No, but the thing is, you like, someone like Henderson, like Henderson, in the last couple of games, he's been playing well, isn't it? I was and really annoyed. I was really annoyed that he got robbed of two, fant what would have yeah. been two unreal assists in the derby. Yeah, and it was anything. Even against Bournemouth, look at his pass for for Ox. Yeah, that because yeah, on, on the main pod, yeah, I think a couple of seasons I said that Henderson is a good passer in it. So then I tried to laugh at me, but but well, he's showing that he can. He's a good passer. He's just somebody that likes to, that does what the manager wants him to do, and he, he's he's not really somebody that is adventurous. He just does what he has to do. I, 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 I think his issue. Oh, no, no, go, go on, Julian. Go. I, I was going to say, I think his issue was never that he was. Uh, a bad passer because it was just—it's just the type of passes he made was too simple, like sideways and yeah, backwards yeah. for a very long time, yeah. and yeah. he yeah. never really—he was never really showing the bravery to make these forward passes as often as he did back when you probably said that. That's probably the he reason play, why he was playing a bit weird. way too much in his instruction. What club would have gave yeah. him? So just obviously yeah. recycling possession, looking for the looking for the outball instead of trying to drive the ball forward. I think this is a bit more of a systematic point that we've discussed so many times on this pod about having a more creative and adventurous midfield than when you see when we've dropped Ox in and obviously Cater in the last two games and then Hendo has been kind of pushing forward because um, it, look, it, it seemed like he was dropping 
really deep in that Leipzig game, acting as a third centre back, which is something Fabinho sometimes does when we're out of possession. Um, but obviously, these balls over the top, Naby driving a bit more forward, adding that dynamic edge to you know our player making. It's, it, it, yeah, it, it's no mistake that we're scoring more goals and yeah. we're looking a lot more comfortable. Oh, I have I've been very impressed with Henderson. Um, I think I think yeah we yeah we have been running a, a madness on him and saying he should be doing so much, but uh, he, he he does he can play very negative football at times and it's very frustrating for the fan. But these these few games he's been he's been he's been playing well, man. He's like he's there, there's a reason why he survived so many different managerial tenures. Wow. Like, he's been he's been here for so long now. Like that I. I overheard a commentator today was like, oh, I remember when Liverpool almost sold him to Fulham. I was like, mad. This guy is still here from them times, you know. Like, there's a reason why he's here. There's a reason why he's captain. He puts in, he puts in shift. And the biggest compliment I can pay him is, we're not missing Fabinho right now. That's the biggest yeah, right compliment now. I can pay him. Yeah. No, I, I think that, that is the biggest compliment. Again, that is the biggest compliment that you can pay him. Uh, I mean, Fabinho's been such a great mainstay in our midfield. And, Obviously, since he's since he's been starting, um, that's crazy statistic that we've not lost a game and we don't look like we've missed a beat. It's yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It's honestly mad. We are we are so unwinning. It's crazy. Like the the willingness to win is mad. It's like it's almost. Oh, fam, I can't even explain it. But I just have so much confidence in my in my team right now, man. It's fantastic. I think it's just they went through obviously the heartbreak of not winning the league last season, but followed it up obviously with winning the one that everyone wants in the Champions League. But they just look so much... They look They look a lot fitter. They look... Um, they just look they more... Look hopeless, they look man. They look... They, that's the thing. I think they are pissed off. Um, and they're just, they're just hungry. They're hungrier than everyone else. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. It's genuinely insane that at this point in the season, we're 14 points ahead of Man City. It's it, mad. It's mad. It's mad, yo. Come on. The kings, bro. Kings, kings of Europe. <laughs> Listen, you don't, if you don't have to like us, but yet man, have to respect our thing. You understand? Hundreds. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, you, don't, you don't have to like us. You, you, you don't you have to don't even watch our games, but just, we don't even. We don't. The thing is, we don't even want you to like us. Do you understand? Yeah, 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 like, they don't like us. They don't no, like us. Don't. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? Don't like us. Don't watch our games, but just respect what we're doing right now, fam. And we we can't we can't really force you to respect the thing. So um so it's it's crazy. Like Liverpool right now, like I've said have you said last season, even though we didn't win the title, I said this is the best team I've ever seen. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Because of the way they're just winning games. Like today, they've come out second half and they thought we're so unwinning, we have to win. Bournemouth, they won. Against Bournemouth, they had about eight hundred passes or a thousand. Wow, that touches. is insane. That's, That's mental. Insane. What do you mean? <laughs> passes. That is mental. Yeah, it's, it's like we're just we've just clicked now against even against um, Everton. All right, Everton got the uh, two goals, but going forward we just look so scary. Everton, yeah, just, Everton's two goals as well. They were by just look of the bounce as well. Yeah, literally, it was just literally like um, the fir- the first one. Uh, what's his name? Tried to clear it. Lovren tried to clear it, and he just got a lucky deflection and. And the second one, the second one, maybe Trent should have done better. But apart from that, they just I, didn't I, I look that scary. Love that second one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lawrence has been playing well, so I'm not going to get onto him in it. So when but... you win five two, I couldn't care less about. And plus, it's a derby. You get the W and you move, man. That's it. So we 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 have just been 
certain Manchester club can't relate. You know what I'm saying? They can't. They can't. They can't, man. They, can't. they got folded. They got put in the Boston crab, you know. It's... Imagine. By, by McSwarson, then, man. Um, just on that passing stat, by the way, Ellis, it was eight, uh, 879 passes to their 317. That's insane. Wicked. Insane, bro. Insane, bro. Okay, away so, from home, you know? Away from home, bro. Away from home. So, but, I know but, a lot of people but, are saying that. But, but to be fair, they were down to their bare bones, man. Like, yeah. That, but at the end of the day, that's not my business, innit? Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> like, you, know, you can only be what's in front of you. Yeah, I can only be what's in front of me. And we've done that. Shamelessness, I, I fully respect it, man. I uh, fam, I'm sorry because you can if only... we were down to our bare bones, nobody's going to hear that. You know yeah, saying? facts. That's big facts. You can only beat what's in front of you. Uh, what we've got warmed up for you guys is going to be mad. Like, <laughs> 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 so just going on to um, our rotation policy in the next few games uh, and in the past few games as well. The fact that we all looked at the team sheet when it came out against Everton and were like, what the entire fuck is going on here? And then proceed to slap them 5-2 with uh, essentially reserve players. And the fact that we've been giving kids debuts at the weekend. It's just a utilisation of obviously what we've been talking about, the, the buy-in from this squad and then and having players that can come in and contribute. Yeah, yeah. Um... The, the selection at Everton, I was happy, obviously, Origi got a start. I was surprised Shakiri started um, coming back. Um, and obviously, seeing Salah on the bench and the changes. But, um, you know, the, they, they, they kicked off like they've been playing weekly. And that was refreshing. You know, I remember start of the season, we were in the first pod. We were like, oh, if we get any injuries. I know our level is tight, but if we get any injuries, we might miss through certain players. And, you know, we've, we've missed Alisson for a fair bit. Matrix's been injured. Um, Fabino's been injured. Salah's been injured. Like, we've come along. But our rotation squad now, like, even Saturday, we've got Watford. And um, I'm expecting a few players like Shakiri and Origi, um, Oxlade as well, to come in. So it's good that we're at a stage now where we don't lie in the front three. It's only, I think it's only Gomez and, help me out, fellas, there's one more player that hasn't scored this season. Everyone else has scored. Gomez oh, I and someone else. Did, didn't know that. Um, yeah, only Gomez, two players, Gomez and I'm not sure who the other. Well, not including, uh, not including Allison, not, not including the keeper. Um, no, not including the keeper. It's Gomez and one other person hasn't scored this season. Everyone else has scored. That's a good trivia. That's a very yeah, good trivia question. No, Hendel scored, yeah. didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah Henderson scored against. Was it Chelsea? No, it wasn't Chelsea. I don't remember he scored against. Is it Milner? No, no, no. He scored against. No, he no, scored he... a pen. Yeah, you know, he scored against. He scored against the Carlin Cup. Hendo scored against Chelsea. No, Spurs. Spurs. Oh, Sp- yeah, Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't got a clue. Is is it is this from is it from my whole eighteen man squad or? Yeah, this this is uh, guys involved. Yeah, obviously not obviously Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones, but you know you look at the regulars on the, on the bench. I think it's Alani. You know, is it Alani? No, 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 he scored, scored against United. Scored. Anyway, it? yeah, it was two players. I remember I was reading articles. Just Gomez and another player. Everyone else just scored and contributed. Really? No, Lovren scored. Lovren scored. Is it Matip? No, no, he's oh, Matip scored. scored. Yeah, Matip scored, man. I'm going to have to look this up now because it's really yeah, bothering it's me. Yeah, it's my brain now. It's bothering me, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Junior. Yeah, no, it's wrapped my brain now. But yeah, two players. So that, 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 that reading there, I remember people used to always be about, oh, Salah or 
you're this team. Like, we don't need... Obviously, we, we've got a front three, but we're not reliant. We've got a team base now. So that's good. Now, now this is a good segue into 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 uh, an agenda that um, some people think that I have and um, a good a good way to, you know, expand on the topic. So, against Everton, Firmino wasn't playing. And uh, we looked... We looked, we looked like it was amazing. Uh, everyone was at the start of the season telling us, you know, um, Firmino's a system. You can't play without him. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's all long, but uh, uh, Everton. I, I think you'll well, find, well, find well, I stand well. by that statement. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, and against Everton, we looked flying. Um, and the past two games, Firmino's looked actively us. I didn't watch today, so I can't really say. So I'll let you guys um, um, be the judge of that. But against Bournemouth, I thought Firmino was quite poor. Um, I mean, I like you today. He was, he was, he was below he was poor. par. He was poor. He was yeah. poor today. He was he poor today. Yeah. Was... So, um, nah, I, by, 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 in all, by in all seriousness, though, I know for me, those talents, and I know, and I know what's it called, like how how important he is to the system and to our squad. But yeah, the the rotation in our squad just just goes to show that we can, you know, rely on our our other players, even players, even what I've been calling for, like players like Naby Keita, Gomez to come through. Um, and start actually start games, Shakiri to actually come from start games. I like all jokes aside with the Firmino agenda. Like I genuinely think like Klopp using our rotation is 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 good now. Like I've even mentioned it in the group even before this um this episode. I was like, yeah, it's good to see that Klopp is using rotation. That players are getting players are getting rest. It looks like you know when a player has a bad game, Re Salah, um, and looks a bit off it, he's able to sit him down and be like, look, you see, we can still win without you showing that, you know, there's some competition. Because even the way Salah's playing now, um, yeah. I felt like in games previously where he knew he was going to play, he will have them one or two chances and he, he won't look as hungry, but then just, you know, try to go off that one, one or two chances and then still look poor. But then today, from what I've seen from the highlights and Bournemouth, he looks so much hungry. Like, even though he was, he was, you know, shooting straight at the keeper, like, you could just tell he was so, so active. Like, even from the, from, for the, for the what's it called? For, I think it was the, that ball from Lovham at the back. And then he just, like, yeah, just was running that, running straight at the defender. Like, looks so hungry for the ball and hungry for that goal. So, props to everyone. But yeah, man, rotation is needed in the squad. And I like the way Klopp has implemented it. Um, and I hope it continues throughout the season and we can put some youngsters in as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, so go on, go on. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna say the thing about, and I fully get, I fully get Firmino. Um, I fully get Firmino's purpose in the team. I fully get how much of how, how big of a part he is to the system. How um how important he is to us. And he was, and you can see his importance right at the beginning of the season, particularly the Super Cup game against Chelsea. Mm. However, there is no doubt that the things that we rely on him for, because if we don't look at him for goals, we're looking at him for creativity. We're looking at him. For the for basically a, a distraction for the other for the other defenders to pull away to pull them away so our wingers our shooters really Mane and Salah can get mm. through a goal the things that he does um pick up play passing transition through balls it just it wasn't coming off and it hasn't been coming off for a few weeks now and it is a bit worrying on top of that he we talk about um I know Julian you often mention it in seventeen eighteen where he was creative but he was also scoring so. Like he does have still have his chances, but his finishing of late has been below par as well. So I am a bit worried, and I do understand why um, Origi doesn't come in for him, simply because Klopp has a system that he wants to play, and if you play Origi, it changes because he can't do the things that Firmino does, and and it, and and obviously it can it can affect the way the team plays. Obviously, I understand that. Um, that was further further backs up the point as to why we why we should be looking at a guy like Havertz. 
But for me, what was worrying, worrying me about Firmino is that the things that we're relying on, forget the goals for a second. He hasn't been doing those well. He's been losing the ball. He's been he's been careless. Like it's just it's just not been good enough personally in the last few games. Amen. What's what what is going on? And I don't think Divock is the is the answer. He's just only the answer to us because when we see him, when we see him play, he does well because he's a good player. To be fair on him, but I don't think he can replace what Firmino does. But Firmino's not even doing what Firmino should doing if that makes sense yeah see how I agree with you I agree with you. I had a discussion with someone um this evening and he, he said that you know he needs to do better and it's true that today some of his touches was very sloppy his passes were a bit off um easy passes he was he was misplacing them um he, he could do with a rest but again with the Origi option I think we had to, we will have to change the shape because yeah, with, with, with Origi he he's a traditional number nine, so he's gonna try and bring it in and hold it up, uh, hold it off, lay it off for the uh, centre mid to look for the wingers and that. We could change the shape with and play a four-two-three-one and have and have like Mane on the uh, in behind him in behind Origi. Shakiri's there, or you can have Sally out front. Sally out front. Um, you can leave Origi in the bench, but I, f- I feel that he does probably need a rest, or he probably just needs to sit on the bench a bit more, refreshing his himself, get a few different ideas on. I'm with that. I'm with that. Maybe, maybe it's a case of putting Salah up top and then shifting Shakiri and playing Shakiri on the right. It's only the risk of that if one of Shakiri or Salah gets injured. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a- worried to play them both at the same time. That's my only my only thing. But I do like Salah up top, and Firmino is just he just he just hasn't been playing well enough. For me, in these these last few games, I, I agree. I agree. I, I don't think like today. I don't think he played well. I don't think he played well. In, in, um, in Lacks, I probably think him. I think he's probably our worst player today. You know, if he did yeah. it, he was probably our worst. Yeah, because like it was really Mane and Salah really, really up front doing the work. Yeah, obviously he done he done a few things, but it, it wasn't I, just coming up for him. Like it was even Mane playing the through balls that Firmino yeah. Salah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is that money, money, and Salah will play three balls to themselves. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just, so, nah, I'm, yeah, I'm, nah, it's, it's sorry, it's sorry, Chris. I, I know I had my say, guys, before Christian goes in, but I just have a little wager on this. I mean, a little wane on this because I said Firmino's been poor for a while. I've been saying it for weeks, and as Harold said, the reason why I'm saying Origi to come in is not that I'm saying he's the answer, but because I know he would do his best, and obviously, if the guy ahead of him isn't delivering, I always go to the protocol of will drop them and yeah, bring yeah. someone else in and see how they do. I said it was Salah even when they needed a rest. That's how sense. I like it. it. Makes sense though. It does you make sense. I mean? Exactly. That's how I like it. And obviously, as I said, Rigi's coming Evan. Second goal, he took it amazingly. If that was friggin' messy now, people would be raving. Uh... <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the Rigi, it was, it was a it's a it's a outstanding goal. So yeah. I'm just saying, you know, Samina's not on form. Maybe it's a fine form. Just take him out. Doesn't have to be a bad thing dropping him. But we're still winning. So I think obviously it's not obviously um a main issue. But I can see the issue where I think it's fair. As Harold said again, it's fair to bring someone else in that's all hungry. That's all. And just that stat I just said, um, it's now 18 players. Because the other player was Kater, but he scored the other day. Oh it's just, uh, it's just, okay. go, it's just Gomez. Okay, cool. I was wondering, like yeah, come. Operation Get Gum as a goal starts uh, from this weekend. Um, but yeah, wait, so, sorry, 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 Chris. Just on the note of Firmino, like, what do you guys think the likelihood? Is, I know we talked, we 
talk about transfers every week, isn't it? Yeah. What do you guys think about the likelihood of, of us getting someone like Havertz in like short term, like January is? Uh, I think January is a I think January is gonna be a massive nah. stretch in terms of a big, nah, January, big transfer. Nah. Um I think I Liverpool will never do January Liverpool Liverpool yeah. never do January transfer window, so it's not in our tradition to nah, we do, I don't we think do. it's gonna happen. Suarez, a lot. Yeah, but I don't think Suarez is in two thousand and eleven, fam. Come on, come, come <laughs> on. <laughs> you said never though, innit? So I gave you one more. No, we don't need to. We don't need to. Yeah, I think I think Klopp Klopp has said that if a need arises and there's somebody that can give us something different in January, we can do it. Um, a couple of reporters have said that if we have to do business in January, we might do it. It's not a certainty. Um, I think it depends um, what we're, yeah, on, I think break short of intent though as well. I wouldn't do it. I I would personally wouldn't do your big money transfer now. It doesn't really okay. make yeah that exactly. much sense, especially yeah. when. I think I think it might have been Fahi said this last week when um you know we got new kit deal coming in the summer, so yeah exactly it makes sense yeah. to the a big lot one, yeah yeah Wait, the big, big one, one will yeah. probably happen then, um but I I think I do believe that if they get a chance to bring someone in who may be available on a free in the summer six months early get them yeah, with the program uh I think it's like a Thomas Manier or. Someone in that mold, someone who can play right back or centre back. Um, That's what I'm looking for. That's yeah. what I'm looking for in the winter. I'm looking for yeah, defense, defensive cover. Full back we, is, yeah, is what yeah. I would hope for. Ideally, you want. Well, this this the thing, uh, and it is difficult to sell uh, on you know a veteran to come in and say, okay, we need to we need you know we we need someone to cover these these two positions. Someone who can play left back and right back. Um, maybe a little bit defensive midfield if needed. Um, I'll fully take Danny Alves, you know. <laughs> where, yeah, where, uh, where is he playing now? He's in Brazil. Yeah. Oh, he's back in Brazil. Oh, okay. Oh. He would, yeah, he would. Yeah. He'll probably, probably do job, man. Let me play for like two. Yeah, he for would. For like you know. eight months. Are like, you mad? Just have yeah. Danny Alves there, fam. I'll, I'll fully take that. Imagine, I, imagine Danny Alves, Danny Alves collected a Premier League trophy for six months. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think that's a that's a real possibility on the transfer front. Um, but yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, I think it's it, I think it's just selling selling someone on the possibility of only playing 10, 12 games a season. But you know, you know, you, I don't believe that. Go on. I think for Champions League and Premier League games mostly, um, Klopp is going to have Robertson and um, Trent. But the fact that he has Gomez at right back and Milner to cover left back, and he has the opportunity to put in um, Wijnaldum, Henderson. Um, Keita and Lalana and Ox all into centre mid. I think he feels like he's quite sorted in the in the fullback department. I think. Hate yeah. Back. Oh, I hate it as well, but you know, you know what Klopp is on. Carl, um, I see, keep saying Carlin Cup, League Cup games. Um, oh, no, is there for him. The Carlin Cup for us. Yeah, I, I don't care. Man. Energy drink trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 trophy there for the for the dead <laughs> juice. So yeah, I think he's quite sorted because you've seen even. To, uh, not today, or was it against uh, Everton? Yeah, against Everton, Gomez right back was, was one of the options. Oh, Muller left back for the League Cup when we need to play the young kids. So, yeah, even the League Cup that's coming up, we're probably going to play a bunch of youngsters. So I feel like for the Premier League, when we need cover, it will be Muller left back, etc., etc., all the time. And with the midfield options we have, Klopp before like he's sorted. So yeah. I highly doubt someone's going to come in in January. Maybe once, if we're lucky. I but, think he's gonna. Bri- I think he's gonna uh, fully integrate uh, Keanu Hoover next year as well. So that makes sense. 
I mean, he can play. He can play defensive midfield and right back, can't he? Let's hope so, isn't it? Good player, man. Really good player. Uh, just go back on the Firmino point as well from earlier on. Um, I think it's a real difficult one for him as well because I don't feel like he's had a proper rest in about three years. Uh, obviously, playing for Brazil doesn't help, especially when you're flying to like Saudi Arabia or fucking China for international games where you're playing like 30 minutes. Obviously, it all takes its wear and tear. Um, but he probably could do about two weeks just straight rest and then come back in fit and firing. I mean, it's, it's the same for Mane and Salah. Mane especially, but Mane's a different beast, man. He's, I think he's just ascended to a whole other level this season. Um, and I, just wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Origi get a few more games as well. But um, yeah. just yeah. to make sure, you know, I think Qatar will be a really good way to address this. I think it'll be a good way to kind of like get the team bonding, get them all fit and firing, and let them know what's required of them for the running towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I agree, man. So, the final topic that we're going to cover today uh, was something that was mentioned on the main pod. Um, uh, just uh, just about, you know, Brent, Brendan Rodgers and how history has been slightly rewritten about his, um, you know, trying to actually figure out how to really word his uh, tenure at Liverpool. Um, a, tale, a, tale, a tale of two sides. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually the perfect way of putting it, Julian. Uh, so I'll let you, I'll let you lead off this one. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was a suggestion that Brendan Rodgers was, um, if a bit of he was not backed, he was not backed in terms of transfers and money to spend. What's your uh, rebuttal to that, Julian? I'm very keen uh, to see. So before I, you start, Julian, and man, I'm saying that we're running a smear campaign. React. I just want to say, I just, I just, I just want to say to that Ellis point, it wasn't a smear campaign by the club; it was a smear campaign by the fans, which is just as false. But um, yeah, to to um, Chris's question, he wasn't backed by the board. Okay, at the time, we've got to remember, we've got to remember. Let's just remember reality for a second. Liverpool wasn't the Liverpool that it is today. It was a club that was quite strapped of cash. Owners wasn't really so, you know so forward with our money, even though we did manage to spend quite a lot. And if you remember back in the day, back in like 2013, early Twitter, there were memes of even Liverpool just spending loads of money on shit. So that is one thing. Um, but what I would say is, uh, on Brendan's side, with uh, the with him not being backed, it may have been for one, a couple of players that he wasn't able to get. Because remember, Liverpool wasn't the Liverpool that it was at today. Um, it was a club. It was a club that you know wasn't attractive. Um, our best players evidently always wanted to leave. Um, it wasn't. We wasn't competing for even the top four. We was comfortably comfortably finishing seventh, sixth, and eighth. And we wasn't you know getting the best players. And yeah. we did make a few signings. Um, for example, Sturridge, Coutinho. Um, uh, who else? Uh, yeah, boy, that's a, that's really about it. That Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> if I'm really trying to think of it, that's really about it. That in Brendan Rodgers' time, that were like outstanding, stunning. Um, but yeah, we did get in a few players, um, which was which which put him in a good position. Which was he was able to pull off almost a miracle because even the season that we um, almost got the title win, we was like top four was good enough for us to to go for the title was crazy. But then. And just 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 to, just to interject there, sorry, Julian. Uh, in that um, thirteen fourteen season, we really weren't in a title run until February. Uh, yeah, and obviously in that in that transfer window, we did try and get Salah. He went to Chelsea, 
which most players would have done at that point. More attractive possibility, more chance William. of getting long term. Went yeah, for yeah. William as well. He went to Tottenham and then somehow ended up at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah we was yeah. we, we were we were all, going for players. Yeah, we all and we always got the same rebuttal. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get consistent Champions League football at Liverpool. And also, there were also reports of Brendan Rodgers being quite not the best negotiator, like when it came to these kind of situations as well. But I, again, this people, but then again, people some they're having a smear campaign, so I'm not gonna fully back that one. So, <laughs> so then, so then, yeah, um, he, yeah, and after um, the season after he, let's, and by the way, he got rid of he got like he got rid of Agar, who was our first centre back. So he got rid of Agar. He got oh. rid of Pepe Reina. Pepe Reina for Mignolet. He got rid of Maxi Rodriguez. He allowed Dirk Kout to leave. So this man was literally just taking away people that were going to at least have a bit of leadership in the in the um, dressing room. Even, even with Steven Gerrard, apparently he had a falling out with him as well. Like That was one of the main reasons Steven Gerrard wanted to leave in the 14-15 season. But again, I'm not going to fully wholeheartedly back that. But yeah, the season after, there is no denying... Liverpool fans and everyone in the pod can attest to this. Everyone was gassed about the signings we made. We oh, thought we from uh, from losing from losing a superstar like Suarez, who um, put us to the highest level that we've seen in the Premier League so far, to, to you know buying a good a few good pieces that we thought were gonna bang. Mark, so let's which, let's let's um, yeah, go on, let's let's go, let's go through those let's go through those players that we signed that summer. So um, uh, Dejan Lovren, Markovic, Dejan season, Lovren. season before it was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I thought he was the one. We definitely thought he was the one oh, when yeah, he came through. You can look at loads of reports saying that obviously Lovren was the missing. So so many times over the years when Liverpool sign a player, this phrase has always come up: "This player is the missing piece." I mean, Jesus Christ! Um, I, I would even go. I would even go as far to say, and this might sound crazy in hindsight, but Lovren was our Van Dijk signing in 2014. He was the side, he yeah. was supposed to be the centre back that was supposed to come in, leadership. He was and he's the perfect build for it, even to this day. Like was supposed to read the game, keep his keep his head on tight. Lovren was was and 25 mil at the time was good was a good amount of money, yeah. especially to buy from Southampton. So he was backed with that. And yeah, you can carry on with the rest. Uh Ricky Lambert, who Ah, oh, poverty. Ended up being our best striker that season. That's how bad it was. Um Adam Lalana for twenty five million. Um, who, PFA Team of the Year. Yeah, that year as well. He was absolutely fantastic the two seasons before. Um, who ended up ended, ended up uh, sorry? Who ended up playing out of position in his first year and obviously didn't really start shining until Klopp came in. Uh, Emre Chan for ten million quid. That's that's pretty good. And yeah. even Klopp wanted to keep him. Like if if we didn't um, if uh, we wouldn't have signed Fabinho if we kept Emre Chan. That's how. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's how that's how Klopp, um, you know, Liverpool wanted to sign him. But yeah, carry on. You know, just quick piece on Emery Chan. I'm so happy we we moved that refrigerator out of our club, man. Oh, same. <laughs> oh, mate, what a rubbish guy, bro. That man turned as if he was carrying a grand piano. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that stiff you has moved on and he's now he's, he's, now, a, he's now regretting leaving. I love it. That's he's he's such a classic case of a player who hasn't got the. Sp- Probably the speed for the Premier League, but will do yeah. really well in any other league by the Premier yeah. League. Yeah. Are you not for real? Emery Chan was a baller, man. Oh, allow it, man. He was well, rubbish, well, man. No, he some Jimmy, some Jimmy instructor, bro. Some Jimmy instructor, bro. No, I don't read him, bro. 
Yeah, we'll say we'll, we'll say the brother had phenomenal hair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, trim, his trim was his was, trim was, was consistently on point. Um, and let's just add to Emery Chan that um, um, uh, Brendan Rodgers was playing in right wing back at the time, 14-15 okay. season. Just, just, just to, just and, to give you yeah. a little, you know, a, a bit of background to that. Right wing back, uh, back three. until Jordan Ibe started playing right wing back and then was put into a centre back pairing in a back three. <laughs> that all I'm saying. All that I'm saying season up. was pain. <laughs> Before you go in, all I'm saying is that, listen, Brendan Rodgers had one good season sandwiched in between two unbelievably poor seasons, you understand? He was a man who was a good coach. He got the best out of Suarez. He got the best out of Sturridge, Sterling. I get that. He was backed for where he was, you understand? You cannot say that oh, the club backed Klopp more than they backed Rodgers. Of course they're going to back Klopp. Klopp came in, bought bought um, Van Alden and he got money and man finished top four bought Salah top four again and a Champions League final you understand then he got second this season he hasn't bought anyone and for some reason was running away with the league you understand so don't do not compare <laughs> what Rodgers and what Klopp are doing because they're, they're it's chalk and cheese they're two different people but just because Rodgers is doing well at Leicester do not rewrite history and say that he wasn't back or he wasn't back because man don't care man don't want to hear none of that even at Leicester has he been backed have they given him money Who he, signed, he signed two players well he's not even signed two players really because I'm not even I'm, I refuse to count Tillemans yeah, the, the only player he signed is yeah uh, the only player he signed is Ozzy Perez and, so, so, and that was like 40 million pounds and Ozzy Perez is now sitting on the bench he's sitting yeah. on the bench yeah. so so that shows you the type of money he is you understand cool if, if you're saying that, yeah, he got us full full fourth and he didn't back him, I understand. I, that, that argument I understand. But you can't say that a man who finished sixth and a man who finished second, then seventh, that, oh, right, Liverpool did him dirty. Liverpool didn't do no one dirty. He just, it's, nature ran its course. That's just it. I'm, I'm going to say something in defence of Brendan, which is going to come across as a bit of an attack of Brendan. But kind of the, the end of that 2012-2013 season, kind of after... That, that transfer window shut. So from February to the end of that season, we ended up playing some really good football. Um, I think that had more to do with the integration of Sturridge and Coutinho at the time. Because yeah. for the first half, Sterling, uh, yeah, and Sterling. Because um, the first half of that season, we were absolute dog shit. We abject. were was abject, diabolical. Um, so, from terms of him as as a coach, obviously you could see what he was doing with that team, and obviously, and then how they carried it into the next season. Um, mm. So yeah, as as from a point of view of him being a, a holistic coach, I think he's absolutely superb. As a authoritarian figure, being a manager, yeah, man. uh, yeah, moulding relationships with people, I don't think he's that good. And you okay, saw elements. Okay. Of, yeah, you're you're, say, you're you're saying he's a top coach. Okay, cool. So you've had a a, a Liverpool team. This 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 is what I mean when people sometimes they just. They just they just run away with um, narratives. So let's let's compare it now. Klopp, he went ninety eight sorry ninety was it ninety seven or ninety eight points? I can't even remember. Ninety seven points, lost the league to Man City. Season after, he's progressing. He's still doing his thing. He's unbeaten in the league. Mm-hmm. Brendan Rodgers, you are a top coach. You made most of these players and you brought them to at Liverpool's at that point in Liverpool's history to the highest point that they've ever been in the Premier League. And you were you were given a new contract. You were, yeah, he was given a six-year contract after that, was he not? 
Yeah. A six-year contract. You were, fair enough, Suarez left. You were backed heavily because we spent over 100 mil that, that transfer window. And, you're t- and, and it wasn't on, unless we were at the time, these players were young, coachable players. Markovic, as much as I, I, I think he's absolute dog shit, at the time he bought him, he was, what, 22? Young, uh, he was supposed to be the next big thing. He was. Yeah, he was supposed he he to Chelsea. Yeah. The, then, like, you could have you put that transfer there was on par with what we would have been, what would have, as crazy as this sound, uh, what Salah would have been if we bought him in within that January. Because he was a young, coachable winger with pace that you thought we, you, we thought we could do, we could, who could do his thing. Lalana. Also, Southampton, young, young and coachable. Um, who else was there? Emre Chan. I think we bought him at 20 years old, 21. Young, yeah, it was quite, it was quite a coup at the time because obviously I think did Bayern Munich have a buyback clause that they didn't uh, yeah. react to. Yeah. yeah. So he was a young, coachable talent as well, and he was, and he was apparently a a, pros, a, a very good prospect um, in Germany. It's probably still is because he still starts for Germany. So. Players like that you had in the season after, and somehow it all went to absolute shit. Sterling at the time you brought him in to to to, live, to to be in the star that he was at Liverpool. Somehow everything fell apart for him to the point to the point where he left in the most in the most um, despicable way. And he has Coutinho. to take he has to take a lot of blame for that Sterling thing, in my opinion. He, he, he put him he in does. the fi- he put him in the firing line way too early. Um, obviously that was circumstance of not having a great number nine, which again. If we would have got if, and this is you know a big if, if we would have got Alexis Sanchez that summer, would things have been different? Probably not. I think it would have. I think Alexis Sanchez had that X factor at the time to get to to win to win games, and I felt like our team wasn't that bad. I felt like in that team was definitely missing a superstar. There's no denying that, and I feel like Alexis Sanchez would have been that superstar because he was definitely that superstar for Arsenal that season. No, that's a that's a fair point. I'm just thinking more of kind of like that long term view. Um, but I think probably for that for that season, yeah, it, it definitely would have made a difference. But again, play, he's playing with a better caliber of player player at Arsenal last season at the time. There wasn't like a you know there wasn't a Ramsey in our squad. There wasn't a you know at the time an Özil etc. Um, but I think I think another claim as well that was made that this again this guy wasn't this guy wasn't backed. I mean, we we paid a thirty two point five million pound release clause for Christian Benteke <laughs> after this guy wanted Wilfred Boney the season before, um, and couldn't get him because we didn't want to pay whatever Man City paid at the time. I think it was like twenty eight million. And Ashley Williams as well. Yeah, and Ashley Williams, uh, and again, man wanting to you know bring in Clint Dempsey for Jordan Henderson. And the crazy thing is, with with people saying that Klopp is backed even more, I can guarantee you some of the names that Klopp has made superstars wasn't the first names on his list. Oh yeah, he just he just doesn't bitch and moan and and make a thing about uh, make a thing out of not getting the players that he wants. He just, as a professional, does his job. Even even comes out and publicly backs the players that he wanted to sign and acts like they were his first choice. Like I can guarantee you, as crazy as it's going to sound, Mane wasn't his first choice. Well, yeah, he wanted he, was, he, he wanted Mario Gersa, didn't he? Uh, and yeah, he wanted Mario Gersa. Uh, no, 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 Salah. Salah was his first choice. Either. Yeah, exactly. he wanted he wanted Julian Brandt. Brandt. Yeah. So, like, so, when the when the top coaches and in and to, to even like to even like, to for me to even end for me to even end my point on this, we sacked Brendan Rodgers for Jurgen Klopp, who was available. 
we wasn't going to do, we wasn't stupid enough to wait like every single club did, like Arsenal and Man United did, and wait until the end of the season until shit fully hit the fan. Yeah. It was like, Brendan Rodgers, you done shit the season before, you're doing shit now, Jürgen Klopp, Jürgen Klopp is available, Jürgen Klopp is available, Jürgen Klopp is available, so we want, so we want, so we want to buy Jürgen Klopp. Yeah, Boy. I mean, mate, when you get an opportunity to bring a manager who is not only a fantastic manager, but a culture changer from the entire club top to bottom, you do it. It's a no-brainer, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, Brendan was on thin ice anyway, regardless of obviously how the previous season went. So that, that's, that's a change that had to be made. And uh, you know, if you're calling us you know, smear campaign artists for sacking a bloke that didn't wasn't doing that great in the first place for a guy who's covered and done possibly one of the best jobs I've ever seen into transforming a club then that just doesn't make sense Speaking <laughs> of, of Brendan and my point with Brendan now the fact that we're saying obviously we're backed I can believe that but when Brendan was hired obviously this guy obviously what was at Watford um, you know I mean Joe's an apprentice at Chelsea he went to Swansea he was playing excellent football yeah okay when he was hired, yeah, he knew there was going to be a committee on the board where they basically, he wouldn't have sole say on the signings. He knew this. They went through with him. They, it wasn't no surprise. Like, oh, hey, who are these guys? They're in the office. No, you knew all this. So I understand some of the signings he got that he didn't against his will. Moreno, he wanted Chilwell, fair enough. He didn't want Balotelli. He got Balotelli. But as Jules said, obviously, you get these players, you work with them. Now, he signed Sturridge. Fantastic signing. He integrated well. You had Suarez and you had Coutinho. He almost won the league. Almost won it. But he doesn't have the pedigree Klopp has. So when you bring in someone like Klopp yeah, to a club, you're going to back him because you already know this guy knows your philosophy and knows what he wants to do. Brendan was a chance we took. Yeah, Brendan was a chance that we took on. And yeah, he's a talented manager. But as I said earlier, I spoke to someone. I haven't seen any of these signings where he signs players and he's done well with signings. I haven't. Yeah, he's gone to Celtic and then gone to Leicester. Apart from, as I said, he signed Perez, don't play. They're not his players. Tillemans was already touted anyway. Tillemans obviously is an incredible um, young talent. Mm -hmm. They're not his players, but he work, he's working well and he can play. He can coach. He's a good coach. I remember, I, I remember him signing Masunda from Chelsea and then... And then, and after Chelsea even had the issue with him even taking him alone because he wasn't even able to get the best out of him, didn't even play him. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's a common thing. Well, do you, yeah. you prime example of this? Prime example of this. Do you remember uh, 2012-2013 when we signed Nuri Sahin on loan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was a baller from Bushnell. He's a baller. Yeah. I think he scored about five goals, uh, and then he was playing in long position. Fam, yeah. you're playing him as a as a cam. He's not a cam. He doesn't play there. He's never played there. Yeah, deep line. He's a deep line midfielder. <laughs> yeah, and then so obviously this is where so Brendan was backed, and Brendan was ungrateful because you know Liverpool took a punt of him where he's dealing with the Swansea and the Watford of these worlds. Do you know what I mean? So you almost won it. That was your chance, but then you went to Miramichi and made a mockery of yourself. You left our biggest hero, probably in our decade, Gerard, on the bench. You prat. So, <laughs> you're lucky you didn't get sacked after that game. Let alone bitching about when you got sacked. Like, come on, man. Nah, man, he's done, he's done his time. He, where, where is that Leicester? I think 
that's a good match and a pairing. I don't think yeah, he's yeah. an elite manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a good yeah. coach, but yeah. he's not an elite manager, if you know what I mean. Of course. And there's no mistake, though. There's no mistake in that we made the great decision to, to you know, let him go because look at us. It was definitely the right decision. We didn't wait Absolutely. too late. We didn't wait too late. We did. We just hit the hit the hit in the bud because at the time Brendan Rodgers was still the person that brought us to that point. But then we we left all that sentiment behind. He had a very 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 poor poor end to to his last season. The season yeah. before he got yeah. fired, yeah. losing six one on Steven Gerrard's last game. The last game he was wearing the number eight for us. You lose six one. He should have got sacked then. He should have got sacked then. He should have got yeah. sacked then. No, and, and we still gave him two months. Yeah. And we gave him until the international break. And like a smart club that we was, we said, you know what? It's not working, Brendan. Jurgen yeah. Klopp is about, it's time to go. Simple. I forgot about that. I forgot about it. He got every chance. He should have got sacked after the 6-1. Yeah, he went into the season given another chance. And you're saying you weren't back. What a plump. You've got to think about it as well. After that season, thin ice. The thinnest of ice. We said, okay, keep you on for the season, but we want some coaching changes. Got rid of most of his backroom staff. You know, killed his best friend, Colin Pascoe. Like, in cold blood. Um, <laughs> he, done like Tony, he done what Tony did to Manolo, fam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and did you guys see, obviously, did you see um, someone said about, this, Jude said about the Sterling? He lost our Sterling, you know? Yeah, of course he, he did. did. He, he lost our Sterling and there's a documentary yeah. where Liverpool were on TV and um, the documentary of Channel 5 and you, know, you didn't see who he was talking to and he, and he, oh, and he's he, like steady lad steady yeah steady listen boy you'll be the first playing back blah 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 that was to, yeah that was to Raheem wasn't it yeah he was talking to Raheem he was talking to Raheem and obviously Raheem was out of the team for a while I don't know if you guys remember then he brought him back in obviously you know what I mean but he lost to Raheem Sterling even when he went and said oh he wants money he handled it completely wrong and I think that had a, a deal with him um, getting sacked as well. But no, man, we're not, we're not missing. Forget it, man. Thank you for what you did, what you tried to do. But we're not missing. Listen, that, that 2013-14 season was probably one of the best seasons ever. We played fantastic football. We were so good. I get that. I understand that. That's fair, isn't it? But let's not let's not rewrite history and to say that he wasn't. He was given one million every season to spend in it, and he had to exactly. make you, man. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? let, let's let's not do that. Even when when he bought Benteke, in it, he bought Benteke on the premise. No, we bought Firmino. The committee gave him option of uh, Firmino. In air took it among, amongst himself to go and get that deal done. He's done the deal, and he's told the ball, "Look, get me Benteke in it as well. If you're gonna get Firmino, get me Benteke." You bought Benteke, yeah. and you didn't use Benteke well. You got the captain. You've got the final client as well. You know what I'm saying? Pretty good back. That was a good sign. Yeah. Exactly. And guys and Chris, we could all agree, yeah. When when Aspas come to us, he looked dog shit, right? Fair. He looked complete dog shit. This guy's gone left the clan, has moved into some <laughs> madman, playing for Spain. Yeah. And moving on just like but even, even, that's even, the same player you had. So this Luis Alberto. Yeah, Luis so, Alberto, the same thing. Exactly. So that goes that, so that goes into the wider conversation about him not playing well with others, uh, which he seems to kind of uh, adjusted over his time at Leicester so far. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's see what happens in the summer if you know if they if they are in Champions League and you know more funds become available. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously we had that policy. You know, um, 
Michael Edwards at the time was getting a bit more power. Obviously, he's in, he's in control of transfers at the moment. Exactly. Uh, and, and with scouting then. Uh, so, you, you can actually attribute that, um, you know, Aspas, Luis Alberto, probably Sacco as well. Um, you know, Sacco was quite quite a coup at the time. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it was. He was PSC's captain. No, he was there under... Under 18 yeah, I think it was something like that. But still, it was a French international defender. Oh, he was, 20, exactly. he, he was like 18 million enough. quid. Yeah. Um, and again, it seems like he was misused. Aspas and Luis Alberto, seeing what they're doing now, Luis Alberto especially, uh, the Aspas one. Yeah. The Aspas one, I think, caught us all by surprise. This guy was like, this guy's a 20 million, 20, not 20 million, 20 goal a season striker. That's just it was. insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but the thing what I'm saying, but the thing with Liverpool, yeah, the thing with Liverpool is that we do this thing. We find we use statistics, yeah. We find like let's say the top ten undervalued players in the market who have very good statistics, and we get them on let's say a cheap, cheap, um, cheap money, yeah. Yeah. And then because they're good players, we have good statistics. We look for a good coach who can get the best out of them, which we thought Rogers could do because Rogers was getting the best out of a average Swansea team. So we've bought him. Like um, like Glam said, you know that the committee is there. This is what the committee do, yeah? We're going to find you the best undervalued players on the on the cheap money. You're going to try and mould them and become a good team. Simple. This is what Klopp does. Klopp bought Mane. When Mane and, and Genie came, everyone, majority of people are living that. Why would you go and get those two players? Like They're not even that good. You get them from Newcastle or Southampton. These are now world-class uh, Champions League winners because he's got the best out of them. Rogers failed because he couldn't get the best out of certain players, and the players that he did want, he still didn't get the best out of them. He so couldn't even from... he couldn't even get the best out of you know two of the players well that said, he, man. he definitely wanted, and that's a really good point from L. Um, he couldn't even get to, he couldn't even get the best out of two players that he was called that he even bought in from the academy like Coutinho and 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 Sterling. Coutinho, and people, what people got to remember, Coutinho wasn't great when in in um, Rodgers' first two se- those he, first three seasons, he wasn't great. It was, he was even in exactly yeah, go on, sorry, bro. There was to a point where we generally thought that he couldn't shoot. Like yeah. he was, he was just it, yeah. like, it wasn't it wasn't until like maybe I think he got the team of the season fourteen fifteen. I'm not even sure, but it wasn't even until then where he just started scoring them odd goals of like, and he got eight of them. He wasn't like amazing. Yeah, it's he just was, that, he, was know, cut and sh- he was a cut and shoot merchant. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, with Coutinho, you can see that he was talented there. Players like, let's say, Lallana and Lovren, yeah. So you've brought in Lovren, for instance, yeah, to become the leader that we missed in the previous season because we conceded too many goals. So you brought in Lovren. You couldn't even get the best out of him. You you know what I'm saying? That you you you've brought in a player for twenty million pounds and he's floundering, and you're not helping him. You pay you paid fifteen million quid or possibly more for Joe Allen. Who's a guy that yeah. you coached and you couldn't even get the best out of him? He looked far better on the clock. Far better. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. He was caught. He was caught status on the clock. And that was and, like yeah. that was like that was, what that six? Was, that was Brendan yeah. Rodgers' kid. That was his son. Yeah. And then he signed, you know, Barini for like what? That was that was nearly twelve. Yeah. Oh my god! Please don't. And he was young as well. Yeah. Don't mention Barini. Oh my. So I don't want to hear none of this like, oh, he wasn't backed and he done this and he done yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You can't. That's rubbish. That's rubbish, man. We've shown you that he was backed. It was just that it got to a point where he couldn't handle it anymore. 
Like he was he was picking hard, fights with too many people. He was picking fights like you're picking fights with the scouting team. Yeah, you can't be going in beefing the guys that are signing your players. You know what I mean? People are having you decent players and you're beefing them. Say, oh, no, you want Danny Williams and you want Wilfred Bowling. Come on, man, like, man. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, yeah, I can guarantee you from 14-15 to 15-16, all of the players that we signed, Liverpool fans were happy with. Fam, we were signing players. We were signing players, We were signing players. A lot of them was happy with. Lovren, I was gassed. Lallana, I was gassed. I was gassed. I was gassed, I was, bro, I even like, even yeah, yeah. even Balo, I was gassed. I was yeah, gassed. Balo, I, was, I, was, I was gassed. I was gassed. Even, even, even Firmino, I wasn't too gassed because I might not even know who he was. Fam, I was like, I don't know who he is. I was gassed. But I was like, yeah, I was saying, you know what I'm saying. So I don't say, man. I don't don't come to us telling us it was a smear campaign and yeah, bullshit, man. Making us sound like some Tories and that, you know, we smear campaigns. Smear campaigns, it's madness, man. Just just madness. But hopefully we hopefully we put that argument to bed. You know what I mean? Big up him. He's doing well at Leicester, isn't it? Just because he's doing it well at Leicester, isn't it? Don't try and rewrite history, fam. Because we wasn't sleeping them times there, fam. Yeah. Um, I think if you ask, <laughs> I think if you ask Celtic fans the exact same question, they'd probably give a similar answer. But in Scottish accent, Celtic fans don't like so, him too. Yeah, they, they really so, don't like him. Um, he, he had beef with he had beef with Musa Dembele. Like Musa Dembele doesn't doesn't think he thinks he's a bit of a snake too. But yeah, man, like he's arrogant. He's arrogant. Yeah, he's, he's it's arrogant. not it's not the like I'm, I'm, I, like again they'll they'll say that we're doing a smear campaign right now. But he's not the most likable of characters. Like. And with us, it's just the fact that he's done a bad job. And you got to remember as well, this is what everyone's got to take responsibility for. You lot remember when you lot used to put up him and Klopp's stats when they first got to 78 games or something like that. Boy. And it looked similar. Boy. And we were just defending yeah. Klopp at the time. You Boy. lot were doing that. Look at us now. Media, that, that is one of the, that was the, one of the media's biggest things to do. Pulling like, up, uh, you know... First 99 days, let's look at what Rodgers and Klopp do. There isn't much difference. Oh, <laughs> how many trophies has Klopp won? How many trophies did Thing won? He has got you to... Fam, it doesn't matter. There was a process and you can see the process. It doesn't yeah. matter. And, and, and now the streets want to be talking like like, like, like like it's our fault that we Come have on, to defend man. Klopp. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, Come on. That's enough of that, man. Yeah, Klopp all the way, baby. They're cheap. They have no class. Um... <laughs> So let's move on to some of the uh, listener questions for this week. Uh, actually, a pretty good question coming in here. Um, in lieu of us possibly signing a centre-back in the summer, who do you think would be ideal for our style of play um, and would fit the mould? No one. Oh. Uh, you know what's crazy? Um, I'm going to make a confession, guys. I think Lovren is good enough. <laughs> I think... I think, I think because you got to remember, Lovren... Lo- say this again. I've, I've, I've woken up from, from the pits. <laughs> <laughs> Harold just hey, activate like the Winter hey, Soldier, hey, you know. If Skip Bayless can finally say Kawhi's name, I can also <laughs> say Lovren's name. Lovren's, lo- Lovren, is, Lovren is, he's, he's good enough to, to be what he is. Because with, with what, with what Matt... Because let's be real. If, if in the near future, Matip is going to be the centre back that's going to come through when when he comes when he's fit is him and Van Dijk. Yeah. So then there's Gomez, who I personally think and is still hoping still still hoping out for that he becomes the you know the marquee centre back in the I club soon. So I think Klopp will put him in the position that Lovren's in when Matip gets injured, like um Gomez will come through. Lovren now, for the odd few games he's like let's be real, like if I'm being if I'm putting my logical hat on, 
and I might be on the endorphins of being top of the league and you know being happy about the Champions League. But if I'm to put my my rational hat on, he's someone that's been at the club for what four years, reaching five. Um, he's someone that is, believe it or not, a senior at the club. He's liked by our star players. I just feel like yeah, keeping someone like Lovren who's going to be 30, 31, and possibly flogging at 32, depending on how it goes, is good enough. And that's four centre backs at the club, a senior centre back. Uh, an immense world-class centre-back, the best in the world, um, Van Dijk, and uh, arguably world-class a backup in Matip, who's been immense for us since since you know um, he says he's come through again, and Gomez, who's a young prospect, who's um, soon to be a young star. So, me personally, I wouldn't go for any centre-back. I don't think centre-backs are the priority for us. No, I think that's a that's, that's a good point. Fair. Anyone else uh, counterpoint? Anyone else you'd like to see um, your sign? No, I, w- I think um, Lovren's coming towards his end because he's old. He gets injured a lot. Um, but I agree, I agree with you. He has been playing well and he would make a good fourth choice to the back. Yeah, I mean, he's a decent player, but he lacks concentration at times. But that's neither here nor there. I think if he was to get a centre back, I don't have any names. I don't have any names at that. But you have, a, you have, you need to get a centre back who's quick, who's good one on one, and also who can play a bit of football. So whatever. You, young play, players out there. So you want a player who's between that like, 24, 27, who can, who can do all of those things I've just said. I think um, yeah. kind of that yeah. mould that we're looking at, um, I, I do like Nathan Ake. Um, yes. He's a proper, proper, proper centre-back. He's good, man. Same, same, yeah, I like him. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, but also not surprised Chelsea let him go. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say with, um, I agree, obviously, we, we, it's not an uh, area that we do need. Um, love really ain't the answer, so I'm not on that wave. But, you know, he's doing well. But soon you'll join us, bro. Soon. But, uh, no, I, can't I, I, him, I ain't joining you. I said, I said he's a good fan. He's a good fourth <laughs> yeah, choice. I'm he's not, a good I'm, fourth I'm, choice. I will not yeah. speak of that. But he's doing, he's doing the job and obviously he can. But the problem is, well, not problem is, what it's difficult because we've got Matip on his day, right? Obviously, first choice for that injury. You've got Van Dyke, you know I mean, world's best centre back. You've got Joey Goldman, England's best centre back. So, do we need to go out and spend 40, 50 mil on a, on, on, on a fourth choice? We've got Van der Berg in the wings. Exactly. As well. So, over the, looking to exactly. Yeah, so, so keeping Lovren makes sense for now. Yeah. That's what I would use makes sense. But let me just make sure, use my voice, I am not telling you, Lovren is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. just, just to say, though, when I did, when I was back in Lovren, it was just a case that he is good enough to be third or fourth choice. That's what I was yeah, saying. That's, that's it. That's 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 yeah, he's proved that. We just didn't want him. I ain't gonna lie. I just didn't want him now. I, I still want, want him as well. I can't lie. And, he's, yeah. he's moving and, mad. And to be fair, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, I get it. Even when he came in, he was fan. The one he's time the when he came in, did you see the way he got spanked by Hazard in the in the League Cup? Uh, yeah, the one time he tried to allow him, the our Champions League games when he had to come in, what was man doing? Fucking yeah. letting man go for an, like at least Lovren is having you know. Moreno was coming in and just moving mad every single yeah. time. Yeah. Every time. Rubbish yeah. guy, bro. I don't even get started, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, on that centre-back note, yeah, we, we de- 
for me, I'll be so happy we can find cover for our fullback. For me, I think we're set. Yeah. I think if we find cover for our fullback, I think yeah, this is it. Home stretch now. Let's see out the season. Now, now we can really push. I mean, not to say we can't before, but I have more confidence in us pushing for both the two trophies that we're going to win Champions yeah. League. And and that's, the a, that's a really good. Let me, let me, let me spin the question in his head then. Uh, you know, let's kind of like make this the last five minutes of the, of the pod we've got. Who would you like to see kind of come in to do fullback cover for either side, left or right back? Hmm. Oh. See, I, I don't know names in it, but so, so, so think of you know you don't need a specific, a specific target. So let's go with uh, I don't know the mold of a player. Obviously, Julian suggested uh, Danny Alves earlier. Yeah, um, some someone, someone like that. Yeah, someone, someone that's gonna. But, but to be to be honest, yeah, I'll I'll fully take a competent uh, a left back from like. You know, like you know what we did with Adrian, like someone like someone from like yeah, West Ham yeah. or like Cresswell, or someone like Cresswell. Cresswell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. just take someone like Cresswell. Uh, who else is there out there? Like someone from Aston Villa, or even someone from like uh, a a Bruce Mission Black Black or Alsberg. Yeah, someone, yeah, someone, someone like that. I'll just take someone competent in left. In left um, and I right don't get thing, bro. El Hamadi, fam. Come and play with your brother, fam. No, man. No. He smells, <laughs> man. Brother, fam. He smells. He stinks. Huh? Let me just get out the way. He stinks. <laughs> I, 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 but the Atal, Atal um, um, guy from Algeria looks really good. No, Plays in the French uh, League. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've heard about him still. He, he looks really good. Someone, but someone that's, that's comfortable enough to know, you know what? But then again, with right back, I'm sorry if I'm rambling on, but with right back, do, do you not notice that we do rotate a lot between Gomez and Trent? So even if we had someone that can come in and play that position, I think Trent will get those games where he can sit out. Yeah, but we need somebody who's going to be able to attack because when Gomez attacks, you can see he's a centre-back playing that. Gomez, right Gomez. yeah, he but that's not an forward. issue. Though. It's mad. You can't huh? have that. He looks like Wan-Bissaka going forward. Yeah, see, that's what he looks like, fam. That's what he looks like. Literally what it looks like. He is Brian Bissaka, let me not lie. Um, yeah. I, actually, I wouldn't mind a Danilo, you know? Yeah, someone like that. That's someone in that mould. So yeah, guys, just, guys, guys, just do the job and bounce, man. There's a kid who plays for Monaco, Benjamin Heinrichs. He can play left, right back and defensive midfield. Go get him, fam. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like the one. He's, yeah. he's decent, you know. He's not 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 a bad not a bad little player. Um, but no, I do agree. I think kind of figuring out that position a little bit in the in the depth of it long term that definitely has to be a priority. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, another key, another question that came in. Uh, let's let's have this one uh, to, to finish out. Then, who do you think will be the key contributor for the second part of the season? Could be anyone. I know Mark. I know yeah. Mark is relying on uh, Kea and Lalana to get ten goals and ten assists between them. Uh, <laughs> so he's only, he only needs seven more goals, and I'm not even sure how many more assists. But uh, yeah. it's still money. It's yeah, money. the way he's good, I think it's yeah, money. It's still, it's still money, man. Yeah. Money just looks on it at the minute. He's putting his team on the back on his back, man. He's, 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 yeah, he's, he's too good, man. Got a killer, played, killer mentality. Yeah, he's playing like somebody that wants to win a cha- wants to win a championship. It, and he's also playing some, like somebody that knows now. Like I'm the yeah, guy. I'm, yeah, like, I'm the boss. I'm, like I, I don't care what what Salah done. I don't care what Van Dijk is doing in the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I am the yeah. one that's going to bring you lot the, the Premier League. And he's playing. He's just definitely playing like he has the club on his back. He's he's playing madness, man. He's he's oh, fam, he's sensational, man. A man possessed, man. Fantastic player. Player, player, player of the year. My early shot. Shot. 
yeah, yeah. I think um, Ox second half of the season. I think Oxlade will be a yeah. uh, um, key figure. I hope Shakiri. I hope Shakiri's used um, utilized a lot as well. Yeah, so do I. You know. Yeah, I definitely do. Because you you can see his quality, man. And, yeah, he, and, yeah. he, and he generally looks like he wants to like, like you know how those reports about and Stoke how he's such a selfish player. This that this that. He genuinely looks like he wants to bring like the trophy to Liverpool. Like, I saw an interview of him saying bringing um the Premier League to Liverpool after thirty years would be a dream. So I'm like, why? He really. Everyone looks stuck in mentally as well. The reason why people look down on his attitude at Stoke is because he felt like he was carrying the whole team and he was the only guy who actually had tech. But at Liverpool, nah. Yeah, you can't you can't check like that. Yeah, There's yeah. all around you. Like Fam, at Stoke, he was like the best player by a country mile. Yeah, man. Uh, at Stoke, he was the only person in, you know, Balenciaga shoe when everyone else was in shoes on. So um that's that's the situation there. But um but no man, I think, you know, kind of going on. Wofford at the weekend, you know, hopefully they don't have that new manager bounce. And even if they do, we should be getting past them fairly, fairly easily. And then yeah. we move on to, you know, we go to the Middle East, go to Qatar, go and, you know, play some teams that we've never heard of. And then a Brazilian so team some that's a. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, some Cisha. Yeah, that, that's a run. We're going to toast to the finest babes in Qatar. You know, the Qatar shakes are going to bring out the finest babe, the IG base from Houston, Miami, uh, me. Texas, you know, <laughs> party up. Uh, me. Up. You know what I mean? You know the nice. vibrations. You know the vibes. <laughs> That's how we do, baby. What it do, baby? Um, <laughs> come back with that gold patch that says World Club Champions uh, to go along with I that can't wait. six oh. times badge. Ooh. Put it on our chest. Yeah, ta- tattooed on my chest, man. Um, but yeah, um, boys, thank you so much for joining me tonight for this pod. Um, you know, as always, be sure to subscribe uh, to the Touchline Fracas feed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify more than anything. Subscribe because up, subscribe up, man. Subscribe up, man. It's actually nice seeing everyone's uh, kind of like end of year Spotify uh, things on their podcasts because yeah, nice seeing the Touchline Fracas come up on a lot of people's feeds. So that's that's always good. And again, uh, you know, live show this weekend, this Sunday. Come watch a few teams get pammed. Takes around shubs.com. And for everyone here at Copper and Fracas, have a great day wherever you're listening, you know, and catch up with us next week. Peace. Peace. The Home Depot has holiday savings of up to 40% on select appliances, like a Whirlpool four-door French door refrigerator for just $15.98. It's perfect for a busy kitchen full of helping hands. That's where its fingerprint-resistant stainless steel finish really shines. Order online and get free delivery. Holiday appliance shopping improved. Up to 40% off select appliances. Now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Continental U.S. only. While supplies last. Valid through December 2nd. Free delivery on orders $396 or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.